0: Let's check out your headlines for today. And we start with the wildfire situation across the country. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will join a number of his cabinet ministers today in Ottawa to provide an update on the wildfires that have been wreaking havoc on some provinces the last two months. Fires have burned tens of thousands of square kilometers of land, caused property damage, and forced thousands of people from their homes. There were 156 fires burning in Quebec on Sunday. The largest wildfire in Nova Scotia's history continues to burn out of control in Shelburne County. But crews have finally contained a week-old blaze northwest of Halifax. Alberta is still de- dealing with a serious fire situation However, it did end a nearly month-old state of emergency on the weekend. Now, here in Ontario, OPP say some people near a township in eastern Ontario... Might have to be evacuated due to a forest fire burning in the area. Police put out a warning on Twitter for residents in the Centennial Lake area after a fire erupted in Calabogie over the weekend. Now, Environment Canada says air quality in some areas near the Greater Toronto Area and London may be moderate to uh, may have a moderate risk for residents due to the nearby wildfires. The weather agency is forecasting areas such as the north part of Toronto, London and Hamilton will all have a moderate risk of poor air quality throughout the entire day today. Residents who are sensitive to poor air quality are being asked to consider reducing or rescheduling strenuous activities outdoors if they are experiencing symptoms. Now, London is preparing for a vigil tomorrow, marking the second anniversary of the worst mass killing in our history. City officials say London has been transformed by the 2021 killing of five members of the Offsall family, as a, as a community members from across different faiths have come together. Prosecutors allege the attack was an act of terrorism targeting London's Muslim community, and Nathaniel Veltman, who was 20 at the time of his arrest, faces four counts of first-degree murder and one count of attempted murder. Organizers of the vigil Tuesday evening say the theme of the gathering will be resilience. All Londoners are invited to participate in the vigil tomorrow evening at 6.30 p.m. at the Memorial Plaza at the corner of Hyde Park Road and South Carriage Road. Along with our London Family Vigil, there are several other events planned. There was a tree planting yesterday. Several speaker series are happening, as well as community workshops on disrupting Islamophobia. Fire crews in London had a busy Sunday. Firefighters were called to an apartment building on Baseline Road West twice yesterday. First time was just after 6 o'clock in the morning for a mattress fire. The second time was four hours later at 10 o'clock due to a blaze on the second floor. London fire officials say the two fires were unrelated and the second blaze is not believed to be suspicious. The second fire was reportedly sparked by a lithium-ion battery. No injuries were reported in either incident. However, damage is estimated at $200,000 from that second blaze. And the lawyer representing the families of Paul Bernardo's victims is calling for the killer's immediate return to his maximum security prison. Tim Danson is also demanding that the Correctional Service of Canada be more transparent about what led to Bernardo's recent transfer to a medium security facility in Quebec. He he represents the relatives of teens Kristen French and Leslie Mahaffey, who Bernardo tortured, kidnapped, and uh, killed in the early 1990s. Danson was informed last week that Bernardo had been transferred out of the Millhaven Institution near Kingston. He says it is unacceptable that the correctional service refused to explain the reason for the move, citing Bernardo's privacy rights. Checking out the price of gas, there's no change at the pumps this morning after rising two cents on Sunday. The average price of gas in London for a liter of regular sits at $1.58.9 this morning. The price is expected to hold steady tomorrow as well. Cheaper gas can be found at the Costco's where they are charging $1.49.9 for a liter of regular. In sports, the Miami Heat came from behind to beat the Denver Nuggets 111-108 in Game 2 of the NBA Finals. That ties the series at 1. Nikola Jokic scored a game-high 41 points for Denver in the loss. Game three will be Wednesday in Miami. As you heard on 980 CFPL, the Toronto Blue Jays won their fourth straight game to beat the New York Mets 6-4 yesterday. They completed a three-game sweep. Blue Jays have now won six of their last seven games. They start a series at home against Houston tonight. You can hear that game on 980 CFPL starting at 7 o'clock. The Quebec Ramparts shut out the Seattle Thunderbirds 5-0 to win the Memorial Cup. It is their third national title and their first since 2006. Checking out what happened on this day in history, in 1752, Benjamin Franklin, in his kite flying experiment, discovered that lightning is the same as static electricity. In 1813, about 700 British soldiers won a victory over 2,000 American troops in a surprise attack on Stony Creek during the War of 1812. In 1854, a treaty providing for free trade between Canada and the United States was signed. In 1876, the Supreme Court of Canada held its first sitting. In 1897, Prime Minister Wilfrid Laurier sailed from Canada to attend Queen Victoria's Diamond Jubilee celebrations. He returned from London as Sir Wilfrid Laurier. In 1940, the Canadian government outlawed 16 organizations including Nazi, Fascist and Communist groups. In 1968, U.S. Senator Robert Kennedy was fatally wounded by a gunman in a Los Angeles hotel. Kennedy, who had just claimed victory in California's Democratic presidential primary, died about 32 hours later. He was 42. In 1977, Queen Elizabeth celebrated 25 years on the throne. In 1980, 19-year-old Wayne Gretzky, the Centre, of course, for the Edmonton Oilers, won the Hart Memorial Trophy and the Lady Bing Memorial Trophy, making him the youngest player to win the two individual NHL awards in one season. In 1989, the Toronto Blue Jays played their first game at the Skydome, which is now, of course, the Rogers Centre. They lost 5-3 to the Milwaukee Brewers, but Fred McGriff hit the first home run at the new stadium. In 1991, one of Canada's oldest department store names left the marketplace, Simpsons, had to in business since 1871. The Hudson's Bay Company, which had taken over Simpsons a few years ago, or previous turned some of the stores into bay outlets and sold the others to Sears Canada. In 2014, Quebec became the first jurisdiction in Canada to allow euthanasia, adopting right-to-die legislation by sweeping margin. In 2020, StatsCan reported a record high unemployment, ra- unemployment rate as the economy added 289,000 jobs in May with businesses reopening and easing public health restrictions put in place over the COVID-19 pandemic. The unemployment rate rose to 13.7% top the previous high of 13.1% set back in December of 1982. And on this day in 2022, Jacob Hogarth, the frontman for the band Headley, was found guilty of sexually assaulting an Ottawa woman, but acquitted on the same charge against a teenage fan. (music) Happy birthday to Paul, who turns 60 today. You share a birthday with... Former Prime Minister Joe Clark, who turns 84, Kenny G is 67, Jeff Garland turns 61, Mark Wahlberg is 52, and Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy is 44. 911? 911. 911, what's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship! Ah, there was an explosion! Oh my god, the ship is sinking! I can't get out! There's water everywhere! We're going down! I've got a lock on your location, stay with me. Hurry, hurry.